I'm going the easy go marathon Porsche 911 replica kit golf cart from Winkett and Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get mad at you because this is it's not a lie. Yeah. So if anyone's listening and they're like, oh my God, he picked a golf cart, like make no mistake about it. I believe this is one of the top five things you would want from a vehicle and pull into work. Movie. I got like a crazy shirt on. I got sunglasses. I'm just ready to Some go. Some like it hot. <laughs> oh yeah. I the whole movie. Can we do an episode dedicated to Weekend of Bernie? Yes. Some <laughs> never know. Oh it's no. Good actors too. It's great. Andrew McCarthy. It's, it's, yeah. it's amazing. If someone told me I want to date your friend Max, <laughs> give me an 80s movie so that I can understand his profile, I, I would, I'd be hard pressed to not say Mannequin or Weekend of Bernie. Yeah, that's fair. Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Prepare to be stuffed in our DeLorean and taken on a trip through the best decade of film ever. Hey, Mo, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. So if you love Caddyshack, The Goonies, Aliens, Weird Science, Spies Like Us, The Great Outdoors, Empire Strikes Back, The Great Muppet Caper, Pretty in Pink, Predator, Rocky IV, Roadhouse, Say Anything, Real Genius, Short Circuit, Some Kind of Wonderful, Beverly Hills Cop, Akira, Tango and Cash, The Breakfast Club, and They Live, just to name a few, then sit back, relax, and get ready to be entertained. Because we came here to chew bubblegum and podcast about 80s movies, and we're all out of bubblegum. If you haven't already, subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. It's a moral imperative! You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Buzz in the Tower. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, The Tower. Also, check out our website, buzzinthetower.com, and grab some officially licensed gear. It's so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend picking some up. Now, if you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. Head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash buzzinthetower. With memberships as low as $3 a month, you can have access to tons of extra content, and a portion of all proceeds go directly to Save Ferris. Dakoshane, darling, Dakoshane. Buzz in the Towers brought to you by Sonic Loans. You can find them at sonicloans.com. Max, today we're talking about our favorite vehicles from 80s movies. If the gods smiled upon us and we actually got a hold of one of these buttes, you know what we'd need? Serious insurance? No. A garage. <laughs> no matter how hard you try to get a good garage, you need a car loan. It all ties back to the same thing. A mortgage. Okay. How do you have a garage if you don't have a good mortgage? Charlie and his team at Sonic Loans are ready to help because if you're going to have the right mortgage, the right percent, you're going to be able to forge your car, afford your house. It's a family business. Charlie, his wife, their entire team, they're going to make sure they treat you like family, get you into a fixed, adjustable 15-year, 30-year. Call Sonic Loans today. Tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you. They're going to make sure that you have all of the disposable income you need to purchase your perfect garage for your perfect 80s vehicle. NMLS number 1955855. Not available in all states. Not a commitment to lend. Additional requirements apply. Visit sonicloans.com or call 313-488-4888 for more information. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Bolton Legal Group. You can find them at boltonlegalgroup.com and for a free consultation, call 248-595-0001. Max, some of the cars that we're going to talk about today, I would consider stealing. Really? When you're talking about getting into one of these famous 80s vehicles, I mean, think about like the A-Team van. Oh my God. Think about Kit from yeah. Knight Rider. Yeah. And if I get busted stealing one of these buttes. Ian's going to be your first call. He'll know about it before, <laughs> although I think that might put him in a compromising situation. He is the attorney that I would want protecting me. Efficient, aggressive, the Bolton Legal Group is ready to take you and your case. Make sure you're protected. They are going to give you the best outcome, even when you're an idiot like me and you already admit to the crime before you're doing it. Because now I have really nowhere to hide. <laughs> Everybody's aware that I would do it. Commercial law, business law, stealing a vehicle law, whatever you do, reach out today. Let Ian and his team know that Buzz in the Tower sent you and get ready to do whatever law breaking you want because you got the right <laughs> lawyer in your corner. Today's episode, favorite 80s movie vehicles. 
An 80s movie without a choice vehicle is like a groom without a best man. Don't believe me? Here are just a few examples to make my point. Cabretti's 1950 Mercury Monterey Coupe, Styles Woofmobile, Uncle Buck's 1977 Brown Mercury Marquis Broham, Joel's dad's 1979 Porsche 928, Cousin Eddie's RV, the Wagon Queen Family Truckster, and the EM50 Urban Assault Vehicle from Stripes. Today on Buzz in the Tower, we're going to list our favorite 80s movie vehicles. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always, the guy I frequently diss in the Malibu, Max Sanders. And with that, let's look under the hood. That's your castle, man. Diane Court is a show pony, and you're a stallion, my man. <laughs> That's the best, like, bro scene with bad advice ever. You got Jeremy Piven. Is Joey Pants out there, too? I think so, yeah. 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 It's ridiculous. Uh, it's a gr- <laughs> How much do you love Say Anything? I love that scene. I love. You don't yeah. love the movie? I really like it. Cameron Crowe is a little sappy for me. Oh, uh, Max. He's, haven't you ever been in love? He's Diet Coke John Hughes, and Can't Buy Me Love's better. Mm, <laughs> I, I disagree with that. Yeah. Can't what? Buy Me Love is not better than Say Anything. Say Anything is the best romantic film from the 80s I what said i said it no I'm, is, I'm all over the map is an offer center a gentleman a rom-com oh that's a really good one yeah i'm you know you know i got I, nowhere else to go you know listening going back and listening <laughs> to previous episodes i realize i make incredibly emotionally and bold statements all the time yeah like i i at least every episode say this is the best thing ever hot take hot that's take what, that's what you want i mean that's a hot take say anything is the best rom-com here's here put can, that as a post can i give you a hot take yeah you look remarkably refreshed considering that yesterday was the open <laughs> of the big 10 season yeah 17 hour day i got man, home oh at, man got home at five michigan put a hurting on colorado they state did. oh I mean, boy I, it was expected how do you think mccarthy played <laughs> he, good i think <laughs> good enough he looks thin. He's like 6'3", 180, or like right. 190. We'll see. The defense looked mean, though. Only time will tell. Yeah. Oh, learned a fun fact this weekend, though. What's your fun fact? You know what the last movie released in the 80s was? Oh, let me guess. Let me guess. It would be 89. No, not Batman. I don't know. What is it? Tango and Cash. That was the last the released last movie. Film? Oh, Isn't that so cool? Makes that, perfect sense. It's like you can't top that with it's a ridiculous. The, it's the wedding yeah. cake topper yeah. of the 1980s. Great car, too. Yeah. The little SUV thing. Little foo bar. Yeah. So we've got a great episode in front of us. Let's go through our normal spiel and then hop into it. Let's do it. All right, Max. So number one and most important. If you have not already subscribed to our podcast, you can do this on Spotify, Apple, any podcast player you have. You can follow us. You can subscribe. Leave us a review. Five stars. All that stuff helps feed Max, and he is starving. We've Emotionally re- and ego starving. We've got some really nice reviews lately. We have. Yeah. Read everyone. some sometimes. Okay. Too late now. Okay. Not didn't do that in show I don't have it show prep. We didn't do it in show prep. Yeah. We can't do it right now. Follow us on social media at Buzz in the Tower, B-U-Z-Z-N, for those of you that aren't aware. And in addition to that, swing by our Patreon at Patreon patreon.com slash buzz in the tower and max do you know what that leads me to we got a new one we got someone waiting someone waiting for a flyby let's get into it sorry goose but it's time to buzz the tower you don't have time to think up there if you think you're not a patreon <laughs> I, I can't wait till you get to like lines where just like the I'll start moving to another movie at some point right but <laughs> no we, you can do Maverick Max I'm excited to welcome a new Maverick to the team we've got Carlos and I'm just gonna assume his wife is coming along for the ride Natasha well they're both fans they are both yeah. fans and they also picked up a ton of swag from the website they look great and now they're Mavericks I'm very excited to welcome them to our awesome list of co-pilots if you have not joined our patreon you need to you get advanced information about upcoming episodes behind gonna, scenes we got zooms that we do with our fans we got polls We're gonna do some movie watches soon. oh my gosh yeah. it's, it's all types of fun stuff so if you dig the show come on by it's really inexpensive it's as cheap as three bucks a month i mean yeah. that's a, that's a starbucks it's half a starbucks a month you know what we should do what we should watch Hellraiser together. Oh, live stream well, it. when we well, get, I'm gonna talk about Hellraiser anyway. in a moment. But, yeah, but before we talk about Hellraiser, I hate Hulu so much. To all of our patrons across the land and sea, we've got some uh, foreign patrons as well. Sincerely, from Max and I, a big thank, thank you. you. Hey, Tony, thanks. Uh, Saunders, thanks. Ben Mardigan. what? Thanks. Todd, thanks. Ren, thank you for, uh, well, thank you. Speaking of Hellraiser, 
Yeah. Hulu is coming out with a series on Hellraiser, which means, Max, in order for us to discuss that, much like Prey, I'm going to need you to catch up with all of the 1980s Hellraisers. Are there that many in the 80s? I don't know. I think there's one. Yeah, one's enough. Let's start with that, buddy. Oh, man. Ha <laughs> Teeth and pinhead. October's and... right around the corner. Yeah. God, we'll be doing an episode on Hellraiser. I did watch all the Freddy movies, and I liked them. Max, you, uh, you'll be fine. Hellraiser's yeah. not even that scary. Ugh. It's you're by, good. It's by the guy who did Event Horizon. Yeah, no, you're good. Not a t- and that wasn't terrifying at all. It's, that's the scariest movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Have you seen Event Horizon? Yes, I have, sir. Is it? Am I right that that? Yes, scary? you are. Okay. It's terrifying. Okay. Good. Hellraiser's terrifying. Okay. It's gross and foul and terrorizing. Oh, I hate the gross stuff. Yeah. Have fun. So that being said, we've what taken. Would I, what would I do to you? Would be the equivalent just of this. you showing up here is all the punishment <laughs> you need to put me through. All this being said. We've taken care of our patron. We've taken care of upcoming shows. Let's talk about today's episode. Vroom. You've been trying to get me to do this episode. Forever. Forever. (laughs) So I I was in Texas all last week for work. I didn't have time to debate with you. And I just, (laughs) I relented. I go, I go, whatever. We'll do the car one. I'm actually really excited. This turned out to be a fun episode. So basically we've got. All, I mean, we listed at the beginning of this, uh, in the intro, I listed a whole bunch of different vehicles from 80s movies. None of which we picked. None of which we picked. Yeah. I don't know what you picked. You don't know what I picked. We sent it off to our famous third party to examine them to make sure we didn't have overlap. I am stunned. Do you ever, when you find out that we don't have overlap, are you ever shocked because you know what you picked and then you're like, how could he have not picked this one or that one? No, we're very different people. And I, I think when I pick, I'm like, I don't want to, I want to be very uniquely me and not like the typical 80s stuff. I see. I, I go straight from the heart. Like yeah. uh, when I pick this, I'm like, what, what are my favorite vehicles? So you went like Beatles, Rolling Stone, like the classic ones? Not, not just, well, sometimes, but like also sometimes things I really love are totally obscure. Mm. So I'll give you an example of one I did not pick, yep. which will surprise you. I did not pick the Pork Chop Express. Because you mentioned it before. Not yeah. because, see, I don't, yeah. you do that. You yeah. think about other episodes, yeah. I don't even worry about that. I just, like, I love the Pork Chop Express, yeah. but as a vehicle. It's not that cool. It's not that cool. Yeah. It's just a truck. Yeah. I, I picked vehicles that I, like, that get my, the hair on my arm to stand up when I think about them. Now, part of that is the vehicle. Part of that is the scene. Part mm. of that's the movie. But I don't. I don't go deep into it. I don't get all Freudian-ish yeah. with it. I'm just like, I'm like my, my gut. Yeah. You got it exactly. I don't overthink it. You know what's weird though? I noticed doing the research on this, and you know, there's a ton of them. Ton of them. most cars that are iconic from the '80s aren't cars that were made in the 80s. Isn't that weird? Yes. It's very classic 70s, I'm half and 60s. Half. I'm half and half on yeah. that. Yeah. I'm half and half. I just thought it was the, the 80s were kind of a little bit of a wasteland when it comes to iconic cars forever. Uh, no, no. I mean- I got, I, mean, I, got one, I got one car on my list that'll uh, make the argument yeah, against that. But I'm saying like built in the 80s, no, nowadays the yeah. desirable cars. Although that's kind of true today though, isn't it? Like think about- now that I've seen a couple of the Fast and Furious movies, yeah. and I can speak to them. How many have you seen? Uh, we were going to watch more. I've only seen two. Okay. You need to power through I know, three. I know, I know, I know, I know. You said, what is it, five is the best? It's a heist movie. All right. Just take it easy. It's a Brazilian heist. You're a Brazilian heist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that sounds dirty. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible thing to be called. <laughs> what did you do last night? Uh, I did a Brazilian heist. Brazilian, Colombian, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Colombian necktie. Oh, Jesus. That's terrible. Yeah. Don't, was, look, that don't was, look a, that was that a Seagal movie? It's in a lot of things. Yeah, I think it's in a It's under movie. siege, I think. No, it's not. I don't know what it's in. Oh, right. it's in the 80s one. The what? only yeah, I thought it was in the only 80s Seagal movie. Not hard to kill. What's the Sh- what's the Sharon Stone one? Uh License to Kill? Hard no. to kill? It's hard to kill. It is hard to kill. Yeah. Because he is. Yeah, he is hard to kill. <laughs> He's still alive. Even though he weighs like 900 pounds. Oh, Seagal. Seagal. <laughs> Remember Seagal. the Mad TV Will Sasso making yes, fun of him? Absolutely. Will Sasso He's a great. funny dude. Yeah. Yeah. And he can do serious stuff oh, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Max, Arnold is insane. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm psyched. Okay. So, as always, small rules, not big rules. We, we are listing our favorite vehicles. Yep. Wheels and an engine, right? Wheels and an engine, which kind of is a bummer because I, I'll tell you another one that I wanted to put mm. on the list was Pee-wee's bike from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. That's but more I, of a collector's item, though, you know? I know. And, I, and you uh, don't bike ride. I know, but I love that bike so much. Yeah. And yeah. T- I think it technically had an engine on it at one point. I don't know. Does it? Like, I know he goes feet over, but I don't think it has an engine. And could, and could we have done? Could we have done the phone booth from Bill and Ted? No, no, not a vehicle. Okay, I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. Pure vehicles. I'm Is with you. Traveling through time, actually traveling though. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, like, all right. Yeah, I'm with you. Whoa. That's all right. My my picks are fine. <laughs> I know. Whoa, strange things are afoot at the Circle K. <laughs> It was Keanu's birthday the other day. Oh, I know. He's the coolest. I'm well aware, dude. My favorite thing about him is when he uh, takes pictures with women, he doesn't touch them at all. I know. He keeps his hands away. Yeah, because he's such a gentleman. Yeah. I'll tell you the other other vehicle that I would have thrown in there if I thought we could have done bikes, which I totally would, was the Kuahara BMX from E.T. Oh, yeah. That would have been a really good one, too. But I listed some of the other ones that I was shocked that neither of us picked. Cousin Eddie's RV would have 
been a great one. It's a dump. I know. Um, <laughs> like, why do I Co- want that? Cabretti's car? I thought you would have picked Cabretti's car. It's too fast for me. I don't All know right. what I'd do. All right. What about Christine? <laughs> I can't believe you didn't pick that. We've talked too much about it. Like, okay, I'm you know, done. Yeah, I'm yeah, done. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah, go through all yeah. these again. We'll get to the ones we did pick. Am I going first or are you going first? I'll go first. Oh, well, yeah. let me I'll take a sip of my coffee and sit right back. Do that. <sighs> it's good. You're, why do you make the noise when you could drink it right after? It's all for effect, Max. I like to bring... You got some ice in there? Yeah, it's iced coffee. Okay, you psychopath. It's it's 85 degrees outside. It's the middle of the summer. You need to drink coffee slowly. That's how. That's why coffee's hot. No, you drink it fast so you can give a banger of a 60-minute podcast. <laughs> hot bean juice. Make Mo go fast. Here we go. <laughs> and Max is up. Max, you're starting. I'm excited. What do you got for our first one? So a little context. I'm going small to big. Like No, you can't go small to big. You got to go least favorite to most favorite. What? Okay. I don't even care. Go small to big. You're uh, yeah. such a weirdo. Small to well, big. I'm going, go small to big. Yeah. Who am I to tell you what to do? Go small to big. <laughs> I'm going the easy Go Marathon Porsche 911 replica kit golf cart from Winget and Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get mad at you because this is it's not a lie. Yeah. So if anyone's listening and they're like, oh my God, he picked a golf cart, like make no mistake about it. I believe this is one of the top five things you would want from a vehicle. And pull into work. Movie. I got like a crazy shirt on. I got sunglasses. I'm just ready to Some go. Some like it hot. <laughs> oh yeah. I the whole movie. Can we do an episode dedicated to Weekend of Bernie? Yes. What what is not great about that movie? Nothing. It's the, perfect. The music. That the, everything. That they made a sequel. Some never know. Oh it's no. It's good actors too. It's great. Andrew McCarthy. It's, it's, yeah. It's amazing. It's like this and Mannequin in my heart are where the 80s just tried things that people don't try anymore. If someone told me, I want to date your friend Max, <laughs> give me an 80s movie so that I can understand his profile, <laughs> I'd, I would, I'd be hard-pressed to not say Mannequin or Weekend of Bernie's. Yeah, that's fair. That, that's the first two. I'd be like, you want to understand Max? <laughs> Mannequin. So if you haven't seen the movie, 1989, two lazy idiots try to pretend their murdered employer <laughs> is really alive, leading the hitman to attempt to track him down and finish off the job. Can I make a joke that's really inappropriate? Sure. I think you're going to get uncomfortable. Yeah. And I don't. I mean no disrespect in saying this, but the bar whose name we don't speak, yeah. there are so many Weekend of Bernie opportunities <laughs> with things that oh, have happened at that bar. Yeah, there are. there are. There's at least two that I can think of. Uh, that's great. I understand that's grossly inappropriate, yeah. but like, could you, would it shock you if Pe- you- People didn't believe our boss existed. Right. Yeah. And then go back further than that- <laughs> To, the, to, to another guy who who may have hung out at the bar a lot and then passed away in the bar. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you forgot oh. about that one. <laughs> that, yeah. that was kind of a weekend at Bernie's situation. That really was. Can, legally, can I even talk about that? Probably not. No, I don't think so. Okay, moving no, along. Not, yeah. Moving along. Do you know who directed this freaking movie? I don't. It blew my mind. I literally almost threw my computer across the room. <laughs> it's directed by Ted Kotcheff, who did First Blood. Shut up. And Uncommon Valor. <laughs> How did he do this? It's amazing. Where did where did this come from? He maybe maybe like first blood. He was like, I need to take a break. <laughs> give me give me weekend. Of you Bernie's. want a war? I'm gonna give you weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Jesus so it's a deep cut for '80s fanatics only. If I pull up in this thing, you know, it looks like a Porsche. It looks kind of shoddily made too. Like it looks like the paint might just scratch off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's not going very fast either. Sure, yeah. sure. Like someone can catch up to him. I don't know. I like. I live in a college town too. Just bobbing around in this thing. Oh, I think it'd be good. fun. Go up to a frat party with pick. a thirty rack. I love the pick. I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad. Like I'm. I'm a, I'm a little jealous because I didn't think when I did my list to stray from like standard vehicles, except one of my picks. But it's still a vehicle. Yeah. But this counts. It's a golf cart. Nice. It's legit. I'm excited. All right. Uh, are we ready for my first one? Yeah. Max, give me the 1988 black Lamborghini Halpa from Rocky Four. Interesting. There's no easy way out. It's the best montage car of all time. In total, only 410 Halpas were produced between 1981 and 1988. Seriously? At, at the Lamborghini factory in uh, Santa Gaga something or other. <laughs> That's Italy. not a word. I don't know where it is. <laughs> 250 horsepower. Made by babies. Which Lamborghini <laughs> claimed was good enough for six second zero to 60 time. Wow. It's pretty fast. It is. So in his driveway is a red Lambo and a black Lambo. He's cleaning the black Lambo with his uh, Epi Parte Poly robot. <laughs> and he's on the phone with Apollo and he's like, Rocky having a stroke while this is happening. I should have mentioned this is from Rocky I don't feel the obligation to explain what this movie is about, but you should just know it single-handedly saved us from a Cold War. <laughs> Would you be wearing the cable-knit Hugo Boss sweater? 100%. Okay, good. There's two reasons why I love this car. 
two core reasons I why. I mean, even if this wasn't in the movie, it's incredible. I'm not a car guy. Yeah. So that's, what, I think part of why I strayed away from this episode, you have the Woodward Dream Cruise, which I hate because I used to live in Ferndale and it was like Traffic, a nightmare. Yeah. And I just have never been one of those guys. Like I'm not Tim the Toolman Taylor, right? Arr, I'm not arr, 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 cars. I don't care. I love my pickup truck. Yeah. If I won the lotto tomorrow, I would just get another pickup truck. A Raptor? Yeah, I would, get a, I would get a Raptor. <laughs> Knew it. <laughs> but I love my F-150. It's like my the favorite thing. I, I don't like fantasize about having like a Porsche or a BMW or a fancy car. I yeah. don't care at all. And that's why this episode was like, meh, except Lamborghinis. Because when I was like 13, 14, 15 years old, I had a can- I had calendars with like different Lamborghinis on them. Yeah. When I went to a wood shop, we got to make cars. I modeled mine after the Countach, the Lamborghini Countach. My the, trapper the keeper, favorite. Max, my la- my trapper keeper was I a Lamborghini trapper yeah. keeper. Yeah. Like I loved the Lamborghini. And I remember, that's the first reason. The second reason is I remember first watching him in the movie when I was like young, zipping around, which by the way, do you know they play the entire song? There's no easy way out. Yeah. This is a full music video in the middle of a movie. The whole movie's a music video. I know, but this in particular, they play the whole song and he flashes back. It's it's really fun to watch because at first it's this tribute to Apollo. Yep. But then it's like a little bit of his wife, his kid, the birth of his kid. It is a flashback from if you didn't know what happened in Rocky one through three, yeah. just watch the four minutes of this movie when he's racing around in his Lamborghini. You know they actually show part of his fight later with Drago in that montage. No, but that's incredible. <laughs> That's so it, incredible. So he probably ran out of montage footage. Yeah. I don't, I, it doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> let me also tell you, I lied. There's three reasons why I love this. I, I lied. Let me, let, me, I lied. <laughs> let me give you the second reason. Vanity license plates in the 80s. Yeah. That's an episode. We should be doing an episode called Vanity License Plates. What's the Rocky one? Southpaw. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's amazing. That's really, really Almost good. every one of my picks has a vanity license plate, by the way. The third reason, how do I feel about Adrian? You love her. I hate Adrian. She's the best. I hate Adrian. Do you know, by the way, she's the wife and the godfather that got blown up of course i did I you, of course i know that i didn't know that till like a week yes ago. of course yeah. jesus of course i know that i hate that's why i love the godfather so much <laughs> you just watch that scene Blow over up. and over <laughs> i hate i hate adrian the pinnacle of her crappiness i cut her a little bit of slack in rocky four it's christmas no no because rocky decides he's gonna fight drago for Run, no money runs none of this <laughs> yeah. by adrian adrian is accosted by the paparazzi at her house yeah and they're like do you know that your husband's fighting and she's like my husband's retired and they're like no he's not <laughs> so he gets home and she takes the high ground she obi-wan kenobi's him she's upstairs yep. at the top of that staircase, like looking at him with disgust and saying these horrible things to him like you know right? what ex-girlfriend of yours said you can't win or something it's not like. even that what, what happened? can i go back further than that Who hurt so you? so where are you going russia she's telling him like a lot of people live with hurt and he's like well i don't have to i don't have to i have a choice and she's like, and for that, you're willing to lose everything. And Rock gives this beautiful conversation about this isn't everything. The money, the the cars, the house, that's not everything. She's like, are you reading what people are saying? You can't win. <laughs> and and like his head like perks up and like whips up at her. And he's just like, well, you know, I'm going to have to give it a try. <laughs> and then he gets in his car and he's like mad, but he's not mad. But here's the part. Angry that shifting. I, here's why I love this. Yeah. Because Robert Tepper, who wrote and, and sang There's No Easy Way Out. Do you know what the song is about? divorce yeah he's going through a divorce so to me this is a subtle little tip of the hat (laughs) that says he's in that car just like i hate adrian so much i'm gonna divorce her now and and that's what the whole montage is about all the other stuff is peripheral but it's his wife not having any faith in him and him being like piss off yeah pissed off no piss off like go piss (laughs) off okay yeah i want her to go piss off and you don't see angry shifting in movies too no 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 like he's working the gears the beginning of it is like it's like cut open the door cut on the stick shift it's amazing he does it in Rambo. Remember in Rambo 2? He angry shifts? No. Remember when he's getting geared up to get into the chopper to do his like dive or whatever? Yeah. And he's getting all of his, as a chopper or a plane, whatever. He gets all of his gear on and it's like, commando. It's Schwarzenegger. They all that quick clip. Yeah, yeah. You know. The grenades and yeah, all. Yeah. He's doing it just like opening the car, grabbing yeah. the wheel, turning yeah. on the car. It's it's the best. There so, needs to be more scenes like that. That's my Lambo. It's really good. And it took me only like two hours to know that it's not a Jalpa. It's a Halpa. You have to, the J is H. What's it worth nowadays? It's got to be like. I have no idea. Probably 15 million. Yeah, we'll go find a couple. Sweet. It's only four hundred of them, right? Yeah. It was the it was like the entry level Lamborghini. That's the funny thing. The Countach was the bigger one that cost a fortune. Yeah, but this one was like the you know the Lambo for those that can't afford it, which is kind of crap. Rocky Balboa had the cheddar to go do it, so. Uh, I mean, he was broke like two years later. That's so. all Polly. It's not him. <laughs> uh, and Polly's still more redeemable than Adrian. Yeah. By the way, Burt Young, if you want to follow someone on Instagram and Facebook, he's the cutest guy ever. I just saw a picture of him yesterday. He's in a pool and he's holding a plate of bananas and blueberries. And he goes, I hope you all have a great day. <laughs> I'm like, this is, why do I need this? Great call, Max. Yeah. Great call. Seriously, it's incredible. Better Burt Young. Rocky or back to school? 
Rocky. Back to school, he's kind of like a butt-kicking, like, former boxer dude. Max, do you remember when he fell in the snow in Rocky IV? <laughs> yeah, that's Which true. one are you taking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, Polly. How about when he has his fit and he throws his liquor bottle yeah. at the Rocky pinball machine yeah. and then Rocky bails him out? And then he throws and he tries a bunch to fight him in the garage. And then he gives him a watch. <laughs> it's the best. It's really good. It is really good. Uh, Max, that is my, se- that is my, my second pick. That's my first pick, 1985 like Rocky IV. I'll let you, I I let you go because now, now I love talking about There's no easy way out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your second pick? I'm really proud of this one. Oh man! So this one's like multifaceted, and I have a bunch of uses for it. Are we still going smallest to biggest vehicle? Uh, weirdo. No, no, we're not. All right, okay, good. Yeah, I messed that up. Good. That's, that's completely not what I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Yeah, go. What do you got? The 1979 Dodge Sportsman Transcon Medevac Ambulance. The cannonball run. Shall I examine her? Do I get the doctor? Do I? <laughs> I'm giving you the doctor. Yes. Come on. What the hell is his name? It's uh <laughs> Nicholas Van Helsing. Ah, doctor, doctor. Yes, I am a doctor. Oh, who, who hunts vampires? Too. Cannonball run. Yeah, is a gem. It's the silliest. It's movie. a gem, dude. It's in its own category, really. Go is it Captain Courageous? What's his name? Dom DeLuise? Captain Chaos. Captain Chaos. Thank Captain you. Chaos. Da, 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 da. Unbelievable. I feel like in our relationship, you're JJ. And I'm Captain uh, Chaos, 100%. Yeah. Well, Victor Prism is my yeah, name. But, uh, Captain Chaos. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I feel like. <laughs> I like to be. Don't you I know. You're, I'm totally okay yeah. with that. So, this movie actually deals with the cars. Like, the cars is the most important thing. It's a wide variety of eccentric competitors. So, you got Sammy Davis Jr. and Dean Martin. You got Roger Moore playing. He's, He's so good. Mother. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Burt Reynolds and uh, Dom DeLuise. I mean, this is just a loaded cast. Yeah. And they participate in this wild and illegal cross-country race, and they'll do anything to win. This race really exists. Cannonball. Cannonball. Yeah. Cannonball. Isn't cannonball. That, isn't that incredible, though? <laughs> that song is great. Yeah. So this car, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't done that in a while. So the director, Hal Needham, and screenwriter Brock Yates actually were participated in this, and they this is the real car. That they used yeah. for the race. Uh-huh. So they souped up. I mean, I'm going to give you all these car terms. I don't know what it is. They gave it a heavy-duty Hemi. Oh, yeah. It could go 145 miles an hour. It had four gas filter holes. I don't know what that means. You need those. So they Not could, three. got to have four. Yeah. So they could pump gas quicker. Sure. And they lost because they blew a tranny. I hate when I blow a tranny. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus Christ. Continue, please. <laughs> Can we? Okay. No, I'm not. I'm not okay, okay. That's okay. good. Yeah. But they kept it in storage. <laughs> for the movie fourth graders we're literally fourth graders <laughs> go ahead yep and after the movie they gave it to a church charity for an auction so that's really cool yeah but it's actually like a really comfy car they got the nice leather seats sure they, they got the iv and kind of the medical stuff yeah Let's say i had a night partying yeah i can just iv myself up i could see you driving this vehicle yeah and my girlfriend has farrah fawcett hair so she could pretend to be farrah fawcett and i could be really creepy jj <laughs> mcclure <laughs> i'd have to put on a fake mustache though cannibal <laughs> it's and the orange and blue of it is really cool too it's a great movie i remember we talked we were talking about the john candy how that like movie, the third one the speed zone yeah. is that what it's called was like the next one <laughs> yeah. but the first two of these were absolutely hilarious yeah i i think they're great it's really weird people either like know this movie or don't it's very split it's very uh binary yeah like uh, it's I a was, cult following it is a cult following yeah um max good pick another thank good you. pick thank you i'm happy with it yeah uh we're over to me yep give me max <laughs> <laughs> this is I'm real excited about this one just so you know like real excited give me the 1986 Winnebago Chieftain 33 the Eagle 5 from Spaceballs really yeah you are so Spaceballs heavy oh yeah. give me that Winnebago <laughs> I want I want barf I want Lone Star I want the whole damn thing you get barf absolutely okay cool so for those that don't know you don't even I, the last I think last episode I had something with Spaceballs and you wouldn't even let me do because it's a parody. You of go, Star yeah, Wars. I was, was going to do the recap of the movie. and You're like, it's a parody of Star Wars. Yeah. Okay, so it's a parody of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I've got some cool stuff for you. Yep. Okay. So first of all, you know how I feel about personalized license plates. Yep. Do you know what the license plate on this says? Yogurt. No, it says Eagle Five. Ooh, so Eagle cool. Five is the name of the yeah, vehicle. Cool. Do you know why it's called Eagle Five? Because there's four earlier ones. No, sir. Luke Skywalker. At the call sign of Red 5 when he flew the X-Wing in the Red Squadron when he was destroying the Death Star in A New Hope. Sound familiar? Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Han Solo piloted the Millennium Falcon. Falcon, Red 5, Eagle 5. It was a parody of the two items from uh, Luke Skywalker and Han Solo. Very Mel Brooks. Very clever. Uh, very Mel Brooks. Yeah. Do you know what the bumper sticker on the back 
of the of the Eagle Five says? What I break for Jabba? I heart Uranus. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Which is the best bumper sticker ever, so, ever. So it's in our planetary system. Interesting. Give me. I love Uranus. Yeah. I, did you really just say someone's in our planetary system? Well, Star Wars is in a galaxy far, far away. It's a parody, Max. It's a parody. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, also the, the the air in a can is like peri air. So I, I'm like, you know, oh yeah, come on, yeah, that's good. Just stuff. calm down, yeah. okay. <laughs> And this is wild to me and shame on us for not getting a hold of this because we could have afforded this. In 2017, the original 112th scale model of the Eagle 5 that was used for the filming was put on auction. It went for $28,000. And it came and, and, and it came with a miniature barf and Lone Star inside of it. This is why I don't give you the password to our bank account. Absolutely. I would bankrupt. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't even think twice about buying that if I could get my hands on it. Are you kidding me? The scale model, the little scale of the Eagle 5, I would have bought it for sure. You'd be a scary millionaire. And I would want it decked out like the Eagle 5. I don't yeah. want I don't want just the Winnebago 33. 33 is for 33 feet. That's how big it is, just in case you didn't know. Interesting. Um, in the beginning, when you first are introduced to Barf and Lone Star, do you remember like what's going on? No. So Barf has his dog food and he's dancing. Yeah. And the music playing is Raise Your Hands, Bon Jovi. Raise your hands. <laughs> so that would be like so 80s. Music. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, he's just jamming out. And then they're getting a phone call, an intercom call from Pizza the Hut, who, by the way, is voiced by Dom DeLuise. Oh, no way. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, they're getting this call and Lone Star is like half asleep in the bag in his chair. And he wakes up and he goes, Barf. Barf. <laughs> Barf! And then John Candy's ears perk up. He's like, always oh, when I'm eating. And then he grabs his milk bone. Yeah. Dog food. And everything, like you look in the Winnebago and it's like two bachelors. It's a bachelor pad. I want that Winnebago. Yeah. I love it. I, 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 I want the knife. Would it be in your backyard? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It'd be like camping. I there. want this more than Cousin Eddie's RV. That's get, how strong I feel about we've this. We've established that's a dump. This isn't a dump. This no, no. is awesome. Eddie's and it's is got though. It's got the hyper jets. It's got the little spot to put, you know, yeah. this it's space balls, yeah. rocket fuel. Yeah. It's, it's the best. It's a good the absolute best. By the way, I saw a shirt yesterday. It says, I outpizzed the hut, and now the CIA wants to assassinate me. That's awesome. <laughs> I want that shirt. Oh, man. One million space bucks, Max. <laughs> One million space bucks. It's a good pick. All right. We are back to you for your third pick. I'm not sure if you've seen this movie. So this is kind of in the Christine vein, where it's like it's murderous and it wants to kill people. I went the black colored white western star 4800 happy toys green goblin truck. From Maximum Overdrive. Of course I've seen this movie. Okay. You and I have talked a ton about it with uh, Emilio Estevez. Emilio. Yeah, I, I love this movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is during- This is a good pick. Yeah. This is a good pick. So this is 1986. Stephen King wrote and directed this. Stephen King doesn't remember directing this movie. And, so do you and know, it shows. Do you know why you should remember that I've seen this movie? Why? Because I'm the one that brought to your attention that this movie- You know how we talked about Lash Gordon oh. was, was, was completely composed and all the music was written by Queen? Yeah. This movie ACDC. was ACDC, yeah, which you yeah. know is my number one favorite yeah. band. So you see like at the beginning when that uh, bridge is falling, there's like a big truck that's got ACDC on the side of yeah. it. Yeah. I, dude, I know this movie. Okay. It's a solid pick. It's yeah. an absolutely solid pick. A group of people try to survive when machines start to come alive and become homicidal. And S- it's Skynet. Become <laughs> no, self-aware. No. no, it's because of- uh, Magic. A com- it's a comet. Yeah. It's a comet. The Ray Are M. you okay? Comet. I know that you were up until four o'clock in the morning. The Are Ray right? M thing throws me off. Yeah, it's, hard to say. it's all yeah. right, man. You're doing good. You're doing yeah. great. But <laughs> Stephen King's great, and he's just messed up in this movie. This movie is super weird. Yeah, so this is like, I mean, and doesn't he have? Isn't he have a cameo? Isn't he getting the money out of the ATM? He at does in the, the movie, yeah. and the yeah. machine's like, "Screw you," basically, yeah. and he's yeah, like, yeah. Rrr. Rrr. "So angry." Yeah, but the Green Goblin on the front of the truck—it's wild. It's really cool, and yeah. they get, they got Marvel's permission for this, which is I think really neat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Stephen King, right? Yeah. Like, and don't forget the back of the truck is a creepy clown, yeah. just smiling at yeah, you. Yeah. And like the eyes on the Green Goblin turn bright red, and the interior of the cabin once he go Emilio goes in, it's like bright red velour and like really nice leather. Sure, I think it'd be fun. I, I wouldn't I, want to drive. I it. so far have not had a problem with your pick. Yeah. I'm a little upset that you didn't think that I remembered Maximum Overdrive, but this is a great movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. it's a great name too. Yeah, just hypes you up. Emilio's he's very Emilio. He's I mean he's never done the like classic hero like he did in this movie. This feels like a Carpenter movie, by the way. If you yeah. watch it, it feels absolutely like a car, like an early John Carpenter movie. It does. It's got a little bit of Escape from New York yeah. and a little bit of like a little a, bit of Big Trouble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a good pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, my next one is my Max Sanders special. Okay, I don't know what that means. It means you could easily argue that it's an absurd pick and it shouldn't be in the list. Okay, but I love it and I yeah. don't care. Max, give me the Freightliner FL eighty six cab over semi truck. 
also known as Optimus Prime from the 1986 movie Transformers the movie. No fair. I thought about this. You can't have a human. It's like a humanoid robot. It's it's a truck. Oh. It's a vehicle. I thought about this. I was going to text you. I thought I was going to be stupid. I'm like, is it cool? That's why it's a Max Sanders special. Yeah. You were considering doing it. God, that's awesome. 1986, the Autobots must stop a colossal planet consuming robot who goes after the Autobot matrix of leadership. At the same time, they must defend themselves against an all-out attack from the Decepticons. It's incredible. Transformers! <laughs> you, you got the touch came from this movie. Max, I need you to calm down. <laughs> you going to do it? Don't even get into that yet because we got we to talk all things Stan Optimus Bush, Prime. Stanny B? This movie, people forget. Give me if a seizure, If you're basically. a kid, if yeah. you're a kid. Robo-sharks. And you've grown up suckling from the breast that is Transformers like I did. Graphic. And then a little bit. I wanted to really get, I wanted people to see it. <laughs> And then you go to see this movie. They're swearing in this movie. Yeah. Not a lot. A couple swear Judd words. Judd Nelson? Yeah. Judd Nelson as Hot Rod. Yeah. Everything you could ever want is in this movie. You got Leonard Nimoy. You got Orson Welles. Who's Leonard Nimoy? He's someone. <laughs> He's there. He was the voice of Galvatron. And here's something else that you probably don't remember. Um, <laughs> do you? Did you ever watch Unsolved Mysteries? With that creepy guy? Robert Stack. Yeah, yeah. He was Ultra Magnus. Shut up. Yeah, there's... <laughs> I'm that Orson Welles was the best of everyone for sure. But of course, Peter Cullen, Optimus Prime. Yeah. And then the guy whose name is completely escaping me. I have it written down. Give me two seconds so I can find it. Christopher Collins, uh, Starscream. Yeah. Whenever you listen to Starscream, you have to remember that voice is the spitting image of another voice, which makes sense. It's the same guy. Cobra Commander, G.I. Joe. That's incredible. They're the same. Yeah. This movie is great on a million different levels. And I don't want to dive too much into this movie because I could talk about it forever. But you don't see the truck from Optimus Prime until literally almost halfway through the movie. Yep. I remember the scene and and, and, and you got the touch right I, yep god will you let me get sorry. there let me get sorry, there sorry, sorry, it's sorry. the best part of the movie so the decepticons intercept their transport it's a sneak attack they're trying to get a message to prime like prime we're getting our butts handed to us like get over here finally prime shows up and he gets out of the so excited. i'm so excited he, he, i mean there's max i gotta calm down you're gonna start singing megatron must be stopped <laughs> no matter the cost <laughs> You, you got the touch. <laughs> you start tearing up. You got the power. <laughs> yeah. And he just immediately transforms into this truck. Yeah. And, and that to me, can you imagine having that truck? Can you imagine? No. I don't even care if it transforms. I just stick the Autobot stickers on it and roll it around town. Is there someone who has a truck that like replicated it? Uh, like, there's got to be. That'd be a hell of a feat to do. So I will post this on all our uh, social media. There's an $800 now. Oh, God. the toy. I've seen yeah, the toy. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. I mean, the be those, well, at the beginning of this movie, you have Hot Rod and Daniel yep. fishing. Yeah. And they're done fishing. And Daniel gets on like a hoverboard. He does. Like he's in Back to the Future 2. <laughs> yeah. And Hot Rod's like zipping around. He's like, you really want to go fast? Come with me. And then they're zipping around. It's just great. I love this movie, dude. It's great. It's everything the, about my childhood. You've got the touch it's weird it feels inappropriate because of boogie nights i know i know <laughs> no no i just think it's just like it's too peppy a song you wouldn't think that if it yeah. wasn't for boogie nights yeah. boogie nights will change your mind yeah, you got the touch. Yeah. but the whole for me like my my <laughs> my three picks a common theme right and by the way I, I don't think there's a license plate on prime but there probably is i couldn't find anything about prime, it. prime but my three picks right now it's tied to this music right so you got the black lambo there's no easy way out yeah. and then you've got uh eagle five raise your hands and now you've got you, you've got the touch you need theme music i do yeah i want theme music in my ears all the time i want to live my life with theme music what would be the song that you'd walk around thunderstruck to? Ooh, that's pretty good every day yeah every minute of every day I would do Wonderwall. One day I will share with you my entire playlist I used to listen to in high school before football games. Please it is, do. It's absurd. Give me the list. I'll post it online. It's absurd. Yeah. Some of the stuff makes perfect sense. I'll give you just a quick taste, right? Your classic Welcome to the Jungle, Thunderstruck. Sure. Then I throw a little KLF. <laughs> really? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so random. So random. I know. Uh, all right, Max. That takes... Was that my third? Yeah. And you have you done three? Yeah, let's do a commercial break. <laughs> you slick SOB. Yeah. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Dolby Real Estate. You can find them at weardolby.com. The only thing the perfect home is missing is the perfect garage. Yeah, you need one of those like fancy underwater. Underwater? Cool. Well, there's the just, ocean. Just stuff. calm down. Just calm down. Okay. We. <laughs> 
If you want an underwater garage, Simon and the team Adobe are probably the right place to go. The garage isn't underwater. You need it's space, like Max. It's okay. Everybody stop listening. We need <laughs> space for these vehicles. You've heard us list some of our favorites. You need a lot of room to put your perfect garage for your perfect 80s vehicle collection. If you are ready to sell your home or buy a home, reach out to Adobe today. The market's nuts right now. $400 million in sales in 2021. A 1,000 homes sold. Best marketing department. Best legal department. Agents galore. A-plus across the board. Reach out to Adobe Real Estate, tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you, and get ready to have a wonderful experience in the selling or buying game. Nothing like a good old commercial break. I love it. What do you got for four, Max? I'm geeked. So far, you haven't let me down. Please don't let me down. I think this is the cool... Don't let me down. Some Beatles? This is the car if I Don't was... ignore my Beatles. Uh, it's good Beatles. Check out Hall & Oates doing a cover of Don't Let Me Down. Seriously? It's really good. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's really good. Can, All you, right. can you still call the hotline? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. I think this is a car like if I was pulling up to a club or like wanted to impress a girl on a date. Sure. I mean, it doesn't fit me because it's a like very rough and tumble car. And okay. I'm a, you are not rough I'm or tumble. I have a, by the way, you noticed I have a little uh, lion blown bubbles on here. It's a dandelion. He's referring to his tattoo, by the way. Yeah. You say on here like the people listening can hear you. It's a visual on medium. <laughs> they know what I mean. Okay. I'm going the 1973 Ford Falcon XB GT Coupe, a.k.a. the V8 Inceptor. From Mad Max 2, The Road Warrior. Two men enter, one man leaves. Oh, no, it's Thunderdome. It's Thunderdome, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A far less superior movie. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. This is a good pick. Second half this of is a, This is a muscle car, and you are not a muscle guy. It's so mean, though. It's, it's, a, it's like, a, yeah. And I like, I know this sounds weird. I like buying something really nice, one of it, and treating it poorly. I don't want to, like, you know, da- like... Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> no, no, it's um, it's beautiful. Have you considered for your wedding? <laughs> I mean, that... I'll get like a Canadian goose jacket and like it'll get paint stains on it. And I don't care. Do you know what I mean? Like I just like <laughs> <laughs> sounds so. This is an accidental peek into who you are, and it's perfect. Yeah. And you're not even mean. It's not... and she stepped <laughs> on the ball. No, please continue down this path. It's really good for me. So it's a, uh, <laughs> sometimes I just eat half of my caviar and throw the rest at Coleman, and I'm like, oh, Coleman. <laughs> You're this is let me let me, let me tell you something. You are so confused. <laughs> You're you don't know what you are. There are elements of you that basically are like a homeless person, yeah. and, but then you'll be wearing like Dolce Gabbana glasses. Homeless it's, chic. It's, it's Kanye incredible. made a whole line it's about incredible. that. <laughs> this is so good. This is my favorite part of the episode. Continue. 1981 in a post-apocalyptic Australian wasteland, a cynical drifter agrees to help a small gasoline-rich community escape a horde of bandits. Lord Humongous. So, I mean, the, this movie's awesome. It is great. Did so, you like... I liked the uh, remake of this. Fury Road? I thought it was really good. It's not a remake. It's a new... Oh, whatever. You know yeah. what I mean. So George Miller, the director, he's done all the Mad Maxes, and he did Babe and Babe sequel. Sure. And also, uh, God, that Penguin animation movie. Uh, Mr. Our... Popper's Penguins? No. Okay, that's, I don't know. <laughs> it's not animation. Oh, Dance of the Penguins. No. Oh, animations? Yeah. It's Happy yeah. Feet. Happy Feet. Yeah. So he's got an eclectic style. Well, that's no different than the guy who did Rambo doing Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, it's so mean looking. It's got these two massive fuel tanks in the back, no trunk door, the front bumper's removed, and the car holds 200 liters of fuel, so I don't have to, like, stand by the pump. Which is big for you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, passenger seat's gone, and it has a customized dog seat in the passenger side. for roofers. Yeah, so, I mean, like, I don't want to deal with people. I just want to deal with, I mean, it's kind of like the death-proof car in a, you know. Which is one, that's your favorite Tarantino movie, right? Yes, it is, yeah. I thought, oh yeah, my god, yeah. such a cool car. And it's got booby traps. I mean, I'd probably kill myself. That's what I said. Booby traps. Booby traps. Yeah. <laughs> and like tons of secret weapon compartments. And Mel Gibson looks really cool in it. He does. Yeah. And he gets pulled over in it and he's a little under the influence and he yells a bunch of anti-Semitic. <laughs> oh no, that's not. I'm sorry. That's not <laughs> that's real. That actually happened. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. There's something so sci-fi and weird and unique about this car. Like nothing else feels I couldn't replace this car with anything else and feel comfortable with it. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you, I'm not a huge I, I like Mad Max. I'm not like I don't love the car and I don't love the movie, but this is again, You don't love Mad Max? I like Mad Max. It's like I'm, I'm more of a Cherry 2000 guy. I'd rather watch that than Mad Max. I thought Max. about the 65 Mustang that's yeah, all souped yeah. up. That's what I, that I would go for, but this But Vernon Mad, well, Vernon Wells. Listen, bro. I am this is not a bad pick. You right now, was this your fourth pick? Yeah. You are one pick away from your first episode where I don't think that you were sniffing glue before you came in here. So, like, just take it easy, okay? Yeah, okay. So far, so good. All right. All right? Just calm down. Don't blow it on that last one. Got it. Uh, my fourth pick. I mean, this is the biggest no-brainer pick in the world for me. In fact, quite frankly, my last two are, uh, it's remarkable to me that you didn't pick either of these. Like, I can't wrap my head around it. Give me the 1959 Cadillac Miller Meteor Futura. 
I think I pronounced that right. Sounds right. Sounds right. Ambulance hearse combination with the loader variety <laughs> from the 1984 banger Ghostbusters. Give me Ecto-1. Hot take. I don't like how this car looks. Oh, I love how this car looks. So her- hearses and station wagons, it reminds me of soccer moms from the 80s. Uh, that makes sense. I'm 43 years old with three kids and I'm around soccer moms all the time and yeah. it's perfect. Okay. It's the perfect vehicle. <laughs> I don't like, th- it's got such a big butt. I, I love that it has a big butt. You uh, like oh, big butts and you I, can't I, lie? I, I, that some other brothers might deny. <laughs> when a girl walks in with a baby All right, just calm down. <laughs> you get You can't. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you and your anaconda. All right. So <laughs> there's a lot to talk about. This one vehicle could be an episode. So it's, I'm gonna, it's so iconic. I'm going to do my best as quickly as I can. First of all, Ghostbusters. Take your time. Spread out. Yeah. So Ghostbusters. Put your feet up. If you aren't aware. It's about guys that bust ghosts. Peter Vankman, Ray Stance, and Egon Spangler work at Columbia University where they dive into the paranormal. They decide to go to work on their own as Ghostbusters and they build out an, an old firehouse where they create their base of operations. They get thrown in jail by the EPA at some point. They pull <laughs> Can the EPA do that? Oh, <laughs> uh, your guy. Uh, Professor, what's his face from? I'm uh, outraged. No, that's not <laughs> Philip Bombay. <laughs> I'm going to bring from, him up. A real genius. Why can't you? Th- oh, uh, William Hatherton. Yeah. Hathaway. Hatherton? No. Westworld? Ha- Hathaway is the name of the professor, Jerry Hathaway. Yeah, Jerry Hathaway. But it's William Atherton. Yeah, is the, the actor. He's also a, from Die Hard. Yeah, he's three for three and then does nothing else. I know, I know. Die Hard 2, he's on the plane. I'd love to get him uh, Love to get him on the show. Anyways, the, everybody knows what Ghostbusters is about. The original script, I think we did, we did a full episode on Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Dan Aykroyd's original script was like 700 pages Space long opera. and was crazy. Yeah. In the July 1983 draft, it was supposed to be blue and white. Oh, really? I it was didn't supposed to be yeah, blue and white 75 Cadillac. The black one, when he first wheels it up, they wanted to do black, but the cinematographer was like, you can't do black. We do so much shooting at night. Mm. You'll never be able to pick it up. Interesting. So they get this vehicle. It's a black and gray 59 Cadillac Miller Meteor Futar. Whatever it is. <laughs> it was purchased by Ray in the movie, and it was originally an ambulance used in the Bellwood Rescue Squad number 486 in Bellwood, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. The guy that sold it to him it got it back. At the time, it was like a decent price. They had to do a ton of work on it. And mm. then in addition to doing a ton of work on it, it broke down regularly. So remember, they're shutting down parts of Manhattan. And they're speeding this thing. And that thing like just would die on them. So th- I thought that was also incredibly funny. The sound designer, Richard Beggs, incorporated a modified leopard snarl, ran it in reverse. And that's with a meow, meow, meow. My truck, for those of you who don't know, I am a firefighter and the city allows me to put lights and sirens on my personal vehicle. Yeah, I know. And I have the Ghostbuster. I don't use it, obviously, when I'm coding to scene, but I have the Ghostbuster siren on my truck. Do you actually? Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. I'm going to play it for you right now. Sweet. Okay, so none of you can see this right now. Mo is going to his car and he's actually going to put the ambulance sound on. So we're going to see if we can pick it up. And right now he doesn't know that I'm talking. No, he he does. He does. He does. He's throwing stuff at me. Uh, let's see. He'll probably cut this part out. No, I'll probably leave it in because he likes to embarrass me. But let's see what happens. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's really cool. It's really cool. <laughs> the shutdown's awesome, too. There it is. Did you really not know I had that? No. Could you hear it? That's freaking epic. Did you really not know that I had no, that? I had oh, no, I had no idea. What yeah. a nice surprise. Yeah, let me get all situated back here again. Yeah. <laughs> So as you can see, I want the Ecto-1. Yeah. So wait, the guy has it now? Does he have like a museum setting or what's the deal? And they just gave it back to him? Like, yeah. So the, Was that part it, of the contract? It was, okay. So this guy, Roger, who sold it to him, it was returned back to him February of 84 with some damage on the rear of it because it had been backed into a wall. Yeah. yeah. There's the handmade logo that was put on the door well, and that was left there as well. Too, right? So they did some work on it, but by the time he sold it, it was totally like rusted out and a piece of crap. He drove it to the opening night of the actual uh, premiere of the movie. Yeah. So in 2009, they released the video game and the original Ecto-1 was completely restored to its like original luster. Sweet. And around 2012, the black and gray Cadillac got sold to a private car collection in Illinois. So it it exists. It's somewhere. Okay. I don't know where. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) So I want the Ecto-1. It's a really good band. There's actually a deleted scene in the first movie. And this is interesting because in Dan Aykroyd's original kind of spec of what this vehicle should be, he wanted to have some supernatural powers one of which was it could like disintegrate visually to hide from cops oh, if it cool. was like yeah so in this deleted scene it actually does that when it's like being looked at by the police but they got rid of that so there you go the acto one max it's classic it's a classic yeah, yeah, yeah all right uh we are to your second to last oh no we're on your last yeah this is it don't it, blow it I, you're almost clean i didn't oh this is, man this is so all right what do you got less than 100 were made 
My father spent three years restoring this car. Go ahead. It is his love. It is his passion. It is his fault he did not lock the garage door. (laughs) The 1961 Ferrari GT California from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You did it. It's, you did it. You most- did your first episode where I, I got nothing on you. This is, this is, so I didn't pick this. I didn't think you would pick this because you sometimes shy away from what I would call like the obvious answers. It's too beautiful. But I'm so happy you picked this. It's so choice. Yeah. If you have the means, I highly recommend picking one up. And it's it's such a part of the movie when it comes to Cameron's development oh. as a person at the end when he's trashing it. What is Ferris Bueller's Day Off about, Max? Uh, I mean, oh, <laughs> I thought you meant like psychologically. I was no. about to get into like Cameron's No, no don't get too deep. A high school- when Cameron <laughs> was in Egypt's Let land. Let my Cameron go. A high school wise guy is determined to have a day off from school, despite what the principal thinks. John Hughes directed and written. It's the best John Hughes movie. I will fight anyone otherwise. Yeah, I'm there. I'm with you. It is. It's all of his tools. Matthew Broderick, Mia Sarah, Alan Ruck, Jennifer Grey, and the D-Babow song, which is my favorite. And of course. Oh, yeah. Rick Vaughn. Don't forget Rick Vaughn. Oh, yeah. Charlie Sheen. Yeah. 48 hours. Jeez. (laughs) I mean, the car, I guess, by the way, there's not less than 100. 104 were made. The Spider, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this car cost $18 million at auction now. I believe that. I mean, there's just something so like, it's very rare that you have kind of this slow driving cool car that you can kind of just cruise through. And it's also a Ferrari. And this has both worlds. Yeah. Like when Cameron has that little like driver's hat on, it feels appropriate. Sure. And the fact that he's freaked out about his dad, like taking it. Oh, yeah. Which is a huge part of the movie. Yeah. It it, This car solidifies this movie if they just had like a mercedes or something it wouldn't have done it it, it had to be yeah. it had to be I, I totally agree the the intensity of that scene yeah. right like uh you know get, okay a nice stretch limo we don't yeah. need to take this I, I love it it's a great pick and the slow shot when you first saw this movie you didn't know what the car was bow, bow. yeah oh yeah so it shot it, it's shot in the most perfect way ever it's it's their feet at the garage door and then they open the door, and you see both their faces, and they're, you know, it's like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Their faces are melting, but yeah. like in a happy but way. But they're not really melting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really nothing, ah! like, it's really nothing like Raiders. <laughs> it's the worst example ever. <laughs> ever. It's like, uh... <laughs> it's... <laughs> You're such an idiot. Well, face melting can be good. No, it's... Sure, sure. There you go. And also, you talk about custom license plates. Nervous. Is the oh yeah, license. that's right. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah, yeah. So you know Cameron. Oh, thing. which reminds me, I didn't even mention uh, Ghostbusters. The license plate is Ecto One. Oh yeah, it's another cool. custom license plate. Yeah, yeah. So the real Ferrari was too expensive for them to buy or rent. So they used three kit cars, replicas, that were MGs that were uh, MG, MGs. Yeah, there you go, yeah. That were like made with kits. When people saw this movie in theaters, Ferrari enthusiasts were so upset that they crashed this car that the studio got like hundreds of letters screaming at them and like asking for their heads, basically. Right. But they're like, no, 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 it's a kit car. It's Don't a worry. Kit car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I want the real one, obviously. Yeah, of course. And it's at the Henry Ford Museum. We need to go. Uh, game. The yeah. actual one from the movie, or just no, the real one, because okay. I don't think. I, actually, I don't know. Take a look. Find yeah. out. Yeah. All right. I'd prefer the real one. I know. Yeah. God, it's so good. I wonder who owns it. Because it sold at auction in uh, 2015 in Paris. The actual one from the movie? Yeah. Uh, No, no. Just Uh, one of them. Yeah, yeah. You're not sure. No. I'm asking too many questions. You did a great job. Max, five solid answers. I have nothing to argue with you about. You did it. Your first episode where I won't get a letter. Oh, shoot. I got so excited. Uh, I was going to like fake you out and say the Israeli plane from Airplane. (laughs) With the little With the yarmulke and the beard. (laughs) That still wouldn't have been that bad of a pick yeah. compared to some of the ones you do. You know, that's all right. Uh, wow. What are you expecting? What's like? A, what's my bad pick? I had no idea. Yeah. That's kind of the exciting thing about doing this podcast with you is like you pull so much crap out of your butt that I wouldn't <laughs> even expect. So you, you're good. This is yeah. all good. I have the best one though. The unquestioned number one best vehicle from any 80s movie ever. Okay. Like you can't fight it. You can't debate it. No, no it, it is. It is the perfect so answer. It's one of two. And I don't know which one you picked. Don't say it then. Okay. You can tell me what you thought the other one was. But there's an argument. So I'm curious. You don't think there's an argument? No. I think this is unquestionably the best one. Okay. I don't think there's an argument. It was the first one I put on my list. I knew it would be there. There's no debating. There's no arguing. Okay. Max, give me the DMC DeLorean from the 1985 film Back to the Future. So I thought you were going to go Batmobile. This is the right answer because it's 80s. So let me tell you. Okay. I have an entire sheet in front of me. With everything about the Batmobile. The Batmobile is the number one answer to split. And then it begs the question, why didn't I bump it down one? And I'll tell you why. A little bit of the Max 
crept into me. I wanted to be eccentric and silly and have fun and pick Optimus Prime and everything else. Yeah. But you're 100 percent right. Like I would go one A, one B. So you pick six cars. I have six. Okay, you cheater. <laughs> I didn't do I didn't do six, but I have six. The Batmobile is unquestionably up there. But like I didn't want to I didn't want to give the Batmobile the number two spot because it's not the number two. It's one B. So I gave one A to the DeLorean, yeah. and then I'm still going to talk about the Batmobile because it's my show, and I'll do what I want to. Okay. <laughs> No, I'm I'm very happy you picked the DeLorean as 1A, though. Marty McFly, a 17-year-old high school student, is accidentally sent 30 years into the past in a time-traveling DeLorean invented by his close friend, the maverick scientist Doc Brown. So first, let me say this. Maybe this whole explanation will be a comparative, because I'll I'll, I'll say certain themes that fall between the Batmobile. Give me any movie ever made where the vehicle and the brand is as tied to the movie as the DeLorean. Can you say the word DeLorean to anyone without immediately thinking of Back to the Future? No, it's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah, well, because DeLorean stopped, too, like a couple years later. Oh, don't worry. I've got plenty to talk about with our friend John DeLorean. It's insane. It's insane. How is that not a movie, by uh, the way? Uh, the DeLorean. So, so, so first of all, John DeLorean, youngest division head in GM history. Yep left his position because he had a vision of creating the DeLorean Mortar Company, DMC. The DMC-12, which is better known as the DeLorean, is what was in Back to the Future. Rear-mounted engine, gull-wing doors, stainless steel, unpainted body. Isn't it like 6,000 pounds? This was Tesla before Tesla. Yeah. This was like visionary, futuristic, whole new ballgame. His vision was to create a affordable sports car that was like better than what was out there and could be an entry level. Like he wanted it to originally cost $11,000. It ended up costing $30,000, yeah. but he wanted it That's to be not crazy. No, well, it's the 80s, but yeah, it's not crazy. The prototype was originally drawn in 76, which was based on Porsche designs from this designer that he got to come over and work with him. The back, I can see that. Yeah. So there's lots of issues. Yeah. Um, they could only get 130 horsepower into it, which was slower than the competition. The production issues kept on happening left and right. They still kept it running from I think 81 to 83 but after 83 it was done because he was arrested in 82 he was arrested in 82 because he agreed to finance drug traffickers who needed his money and and to smuggle cocaine into the US his idea being let me make some quick money on this and then pump it back into the company the problem was is that those smugglers were undercover FBI agents the case got thrown out of court because he was entrapped by them but by then the damage was done his reputation was crap and he couldn't do anything about it in 81 Zemeckis and Bob Gale first begin writing Back to the Future. They are envisioning a refrigerator as being their time traveling vehicle. <laughs> they picked better. Yeah. They they chose wisely, yeah. as as someone would say. So the standard DeLorean speedometer only got up to 85 miles an hour because Jimmy Carter had put a policy in place which capped speedometers at 85. That's so lame. So they had to replace it and put one in there that would go up to 95 so you could have it. Personalized license plate, out yep. of time. Yep. Can't beat that, can you? The whole scene the where the, the, the whole scene where Einstein comes back yeah. from the future and and Marty's like, "Wait a minute. You build a time machine out of a DeLorean?" <laughs> and like Doc's like, "Well, the way I see it, if you're going to build something, you got to do it with style." Yeah. And like the whole conversation, it's the DeLorean. Like yeah. you can't have this movie without the DeLorean. No. What Give me any other vehicle that you could put in there. Um, None. Hmm. You need something that has a futuristic look to it. The golf cart from Wicked Burners. Oh, Jesus Christ, Max. <laughs> All right. Now, let me jump over to the Batmobile. Yep. In the same vein, I have never in my life been to or seen a movie. Like I remember, you and I have talked about this, how they- did- Oh, back up, by the way. You could have put Bigfoot as the, as the time traveling from DeLorean. <laughs> there you go. There you go. With silliness. It'd be fun. Can I go to the Batmobile yeah. now? which I totally snuck in because I'm a coward and I screwed my numbers up. I thought it was six and not five, but whatever. Here's the thing about the Batmobile. I remember, I I told you about how I remember sneaking into movies to watch the preview for this. Yeah. And when they gave you a taste of the Batmobile in the preview, you were like, oh my God, it is, you don't even see the Batmobile until halfway through the movie. Nope. That's when they're at the museum, the the Flangheimen or whatever, the Flangenheim Museum, and Batman rescues Vicky Vale, and they yep. run outside, yeah. and he says, get in the car, and I bet you've never heard this before. Go back and listen. She says, which one? You can barely hear it. She says, which one? And then she sees the Batmobile, and there's a crescendo of yeah. the score, yeah. and she does like a double take, like, Danny oh my Elfman, God. Yeah, yeah. And he hits his little remote thing, and the top opens up, and they hop in the Batmobile. It's got a grappling hook with a rope, so they can do sharp turns. The armor. It's just amazing, right? So, And it's so smooth. It's like, there's not much gadgetry on no. the outside. 
side. It's it, just like slick. The Burton only kills it. The, every single thing on there was practical. It could yeah. do everything except for the shields, and the shields were the only thing that was like CGI claymation-y. They did a great job. They though. did everything else on it, like real practical, could execute. It was based on Salt Flats racers from the 30s and the Stingray Macho machines from the 50s. So that look and feel of it were from both of those. They call it the Keaton Mobile <laughs> to distinguish it between the other ones That's from the awesome. other movies. It was built upon a Chevy Impala chassis with a Chevy V8 engine. It's it was, a castle, man. I, it's, it's the best, dude. <laughs> it was based on and modified from a 1970 Corvette body when previous development with a Jaguar and Ford Mustang failed. So they had all types of people trying to work on this, and it just wasn't working. The cowl on Batman, you know, the his ears? Yeah. Wouldn't fit in it, so they didn't adjust the car. They, they adjusted his mask, so they oh, actually cool. brought yeah. his cowl down a little bit. Remember in The Dark Knight when he gets in the accident and it compresses into the smaller vehicle? Yeah. So that's a tip of the hat from one of the things it did in Batman returns i believe when he gets remember he sheds the side things to oh, get yeah, into, yeah, yeah, yeah. was that batman returns i'm pretty sure i think so yeah, yeah yeah so the batmobile and the delorean are your 1a and 1b the reason i give it to the delorean over the batmobile although i love the batmobile well, the batmobile is timeless the delorean's in the 80s it is it's, it's, it's in, the most it's 80s thing ever well like think about it there's no other car from the 80s that's iconic right it is the 80s right and yeah. like realistically if you're asking me what vehicle i'd like to own like, if I had the money, I'd buy a DeLorean. I would never buy the Batmobile. No. It's not practical. Yeah, you're not going to pull up to. Not it's that not Optimus Prime would be that practical either, but Max, uh, No, no, yeah, they would. That's me. That's all I got. I hope you enjoyed my list. What do you? Give me back your five from first to last. I went with the Easy Go Marathon Porsche 911 Replica Kit Golf Cart from Weekend at Bernie's, the 1979 Dodge Sportsman Transcon Medevac Ambulance from the Cannonball Run, the black-colored white Western Star 4800 Happy Toys Green Goblin Truck, maximum overdrive and finally the last two i want the 1973 ford falcon xb gt coupe from mad max 2 the road warrior and finally the choice vehicle the 1961 ferrari gt california from ferris Bueller's day off it's a good list max i went with the 1988 black lamborghini halpa from rocky 4 the 1986 winnebago chieftain 33 which was eagle 5 from Spaceballs, the Frightliner fl86 cab over semi truck who was none other than optimus prime from transformers the movie cheating <laughs> And it's an extra pick. The 1959 Cadillac from Ghostbusters, as we know it, Ecto-1, and the 1982 DeLorean as the DeLorean from Back to the Future with a 1B, the Batmobile, uh, which, God, what, what a great mobile. But if I had to pick, like I said, what a great mobile. What a great mobile. <laughs> but I got to go with the DeLorean. And Max, that takes us to my favorite part of the episode, the Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight. Next, today's Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight is Cam Sully. He is the host of the Jacked Up Review Show podcast. He does a little bit of everything. I mean, like legit a little bit of everything. Cult movies, cult TV shows and franchises, music bands, even food. It's so fun. It's just pop culture defined. You can find Cam on Instagram, all social media by looking up Jacked Up Review Show podcast. And then, of course, listen to his podcast on any available podcast player. I would love when we have other podcasters on because I feel, especially for what he does, he should be able to give us some insight. Any idea what he picked? Because I have no clue. No, he's more of a pop culture professor, so I feel like he's going to go like way higher brow. I feel like he's going to invite us to office hours and make (laughs) us feel uncomfortable. (laughs) All right. Why don't we hear what Cam had to say? Thank you very much, Max, for making it weird. Greetings, Buzzin. This is Cam Soley from the JURS Podcast Network. Thank you for having me on here. It was an interesting topic you had me pick. Any vehicle from an 80s movie that just stood out because... I'm not really a car guy, but I do like a good car chase in a movie where it actually serves a purpose and it's just entertaining. And, you know, this was a harder one because I was kind of more into just various ones from 90s movies. I always liked the 78 Dodge Charger from Blade, but, you know, that's 98. And, you know, we're not doing TV shows, so we can't use the 18 van or Ferrari from Magnum PI. So uh, I finally settled on the 1964 Cadillac DeVille convertible. It pops up in the first 48 hours and it's driven by Nick Nolte when he's driving around with Eddie Murphy. And it's just interesting how it kind of complements the character style as well as just the urgency in the main plot and not a bad car to look at. And I've probably seen it the most without realizing it, just some kind of variation of that car. And uh, it's just complements what the 
remainder of what happens in this San Francisco set action comedy. So thank you for letting me do this guest spot and you have yourself a wonderful rest of the show. It's a great car. It's a great call. We don't, that's another movie we don't talk enough about. Yeah. 48 and another 48 hours. Yeah. Well, another 48 nineties. I know. Yeah. We still can talk about it. Oh no. Can't, can't two guys just talk? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Uh, no, great call. And also, it's a very Nick Nolte car, just like long and mean and racist, alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you, he had the same struggle I did. I love that we do 80s movies, but 80s TV shows have some of the best. Oh, it's out of vehicles. Control. Yeah. Airwolf, yep. which I know is a helicopter, but a- that's a great one. A team. A team. Kit. Yeah, Knight Rider. Duke's yeah. a hazard. Magnum PI. Yeah, Magnum PI. Yeah. So, Cam, thank you so much for coming on again. Check out the Jacked Up Review Show podcast and uh, give Cam some love. And, Max, that concludes another episode. Yeah. Another episode. <laughs> Are you doing Dr. Dre on? Yeah, that was just a terrible Dr. Dre. <laughs> As a reminder to everyone, follow us on social media at Buzz in the Tower. Check out our website, buzzinthetower.com, where you can pick up officially licensed merchandise. Patreon, join the revolution. Viva Ooh! la revolution! Permanent revolution. Become a maverick, Iceman, or even a goose. We should have like a lower level. Like you're, you're a lower level, Max. <laughs> we'll call it the Max. Uh, in addition to that, follow, subscribe, leave a review. If you dig what you listen to, show us some love. We appreciate it. Max, how do you want to end this beautiful podcast? Can you do you, the last few ones you've ended have been crap. Can you give me, this is your first five out of five. So take a minute and really think about it. Give me something good. I got a question for you. What kind of car would Kermit the Frog drive? Max, that's the easiest question in the world. It's a Studebaker. 1951 Bullet Nose Commander. That's like, <laughs> have you not seen the Muppet movie? Is that 80s? No. Oh. But then don't ask me a question like that. I didn't know. Unbelievable. And that I, doesn't count as your ending. I thought it was an imaginary Although world. I'm happy to talk about it anytime. Yeah. Because they also sing a great song. And moving right <laughs> along. Dun, 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 what Fozzie drive? He like, was the driver. Well, they both drove. But okay. It was it was Fozzie. It was Fozzie's Studebaker, and they were like quotes in it like, "There's nothing more American than a frog and a bear and a Studebaker crowing across America." What's the worst car in a movie? What's the ooh the worst car in a movie? I can't answer that. It's yeah. too hard. I mean, it's also not a good way to end. Stop asking me questions. <laughs> give me a give me a powerful ending. Come on. You just you just did your first episode where we're not going to get one person saying Max is an idiot, including um, me. Um, a man with priorities so far out of whack doesn't deserve such a fine automobile. So that's a solid ending. A good yeah. quote from Ferris. I want to meet his dad, Mo. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, the original Mo, yeah, the terrifying <laughs> father of Cameron. Oh my God! All right, you ready for mine? Yeah. We're not indestructible Baby better get that straight I think it's unbelievable How you give in the hands of fate Some things are worth fighting for Some feelings never die I'm not asking for another chance I just want to know why there's no easy way out montage <laughs> goodbye max bye you're still here it's over go home go